FM Pittsburgh, your home of the pants. Okay, it's time for the football picks. Brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Con on a name you can trust. I went 2-1 last week. I'm now 18-21 on the season. And I am going to get over 500 yet. Uh, after a terrible start, getting back to 500 would be pretty good. The Steelers line has moved from Steelers by 2 to Steelers by 3. So I'm going to stay away from that game, as I've been saying all day. That's going to be close right down to the wire. I'm going to take Baltimore plus seven at New England. Baltimore and Flacco are moving in a much better direction. And New England is going to struggle with the finality of Gronk being out for the season. The Pats haven't played a good team in a month. And Baltimore hasn't played anything but good teams in a month. And have also won four or five. Take Baltimore to cover on Monday night. Take Cincinnati minus five and a half at Cleveland. I've been saying that Cincinnati's in the tank, but they killed Philly last week. The Browns aren't going to win a game. They are historically bad. This is probably their best chance to win, and the Browns will choke on it. Take Detroit minus seven at home against Chicago. That's a lot of points, but Detroit's for real, and Chicago is just a notch above Cleveland. It's weird how Megatron retired, and the Lions got good out of nowhere. That's coincidence, but Detroit is legit. Those are the picks. Take Baltimore plus seven, Cincinnati minus five and a half, Detroit minus seven. Uh, Joining me now, because I will say he paid off on his bet. He did send me a sandwich, and it was delicious. Subway, tuna, tomato, and jalapeno. Uh, We welcome to the program uh, Philly Phil from Philadelphia. Philly Phil, thank you for the sandwich. Well, not thank you, uh, but uh, I respect the fact you quit reneging on the loss of your wager and paid what you were what I was owed. Well, to, but to be honest with you, I sent you a few sandwiches. I think you got them, and somebody at your uh, at the um, the radio station there ate them. Uh, and I'm so I spent probably a good forty to fifty bucks sending you one sandwich, and I just did the the thing that you should do is uh, give me some compensation um, and, like, a refund on some of the sandwiches that I bought that weren't eaten. Look, well, what's done is done. I-, I got the sandwich you owed me. I'm not responsible for, you know, whatever story you're telling that you sent other sandwiches here from Subway, Capriotis, or Primanti's, wherever. Uh, but uh, I am going to give you a chance to make one pick this week. You were 0-1 on the season. And might I add, uh, we're keeping standings. Uh, you were 0-1, and, and you trailed me by 36 points. By how much? 36 points. I am 18-21, uh, and 21, uh, two points for a win. I have uh, 36 points. You're 0-1. You have no points. <laughs> wait a second. What is it, some type of like, like English soccer scoring system that we have? Oh, wait, that's a, that's, a, that's a better idea. That was the NHL scoring system. But we'll use, okay, good idea, Philly Phil. We'll use the EPL scoring system. You trail me by 54 points. We give it, I've only played one game. Look, that's not my fault if you had sent the sandwich when no, you said you would. No, no, no. This is, let's, let me, let's do this by the logical way to do it since you played, you've had picked so many more games than I have. Let's do it by percentage points. No. Okay? No. Well, I'm at 0%. So why would you not? I mean, no, we're doing it by points. Hey, you're doing this on a freelance basis. 
You do not have a contract, let alone one that is ironclad. You'll take what you're given and you'll like it. I don't, I'm not agreeing to this. I think it's a, this, this impossible. How many games? Can I pick every game or just one game? Now, if you're not agreeing to it, we'll just hang up on you. So do you want to pick a game or not? Okay, well, I'm going to pick a game, but it's, 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 it's statistically and numerically impossible for me to beat you. Okay, there's four weeks left in the season. You've picked Well, look, if you games. sent the sandwich when you said you would, you would have had an opportunity by now to pick more games based on presumably winning games. Remember, the original deal was if you win the one game you pick, you get to pick two the next week. You could be picking, who knows, seven, eight, nine. 15, 20 games by now, but you did not send the sandwich. I'll tell you this. How about this, to make it fair? Okay, I'll stop you right there. I have no interest in making it fair. Okay, how about to make it interesting? I have no interest in making it interesting. Um, Okay, how about this? Why don't we just make it terrible? And I'll just pick one game. Actually, I, I... Okay, now you're talking. I would like to make it terrible. Pick one game. Guess who I'm going to pick this week. Okay. Well, you got to guess first. I don't want to guess. I'm going to pick the Cleveland Browns. Uh, you're not allowed to pick that game. I picked that game. Yeah, but I'm picking it against you. You picked Cincinnati. I'm picking Cleveland. You have to pick a different game. Why do I have to pick a different game? Because I already picked that game. Well, there okay, will be confusion in the marketplace if this show issues different picks on the same game. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll take this then. Oh, okay. wait. What about the union dues? Uh, well, we're just not going to worry about that right now. No, I think we're going to worry about that right now. First of all, the, the, uh, first of all, the last time I sent union dues, the union did nothing for me, and I got fired. Well, all right. So, okay, all, let not, me I'm tell not, you something. I'm not, I paid union all, dues fired. for eight years at ESPN. I got nothing from it. I got fired. So, welcome to the club, scab. Well, let me be perfectly <laughs> not a scab. All right. Let me be perfectly honest with you. Okay, is that I'm technically not employed. So why would I pay union dues? No, these are in arrears. What does that mean? It means you owe them from when you are employed. Um, but will I get? Will I eventually become employed? Well, can I give you a little advice? Yes. Uh, you've made your own bed. You 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 screwed everything up. I'm offering you a way to work your way back. But the sandwich comes late. You want to pick the same game I did. You won't pay your union dues. You're being what my late grandmother would call persnickety. Which, what does that mean? It means you're a jackass. Persnickety means it's a, I'm a jackass? Well, when my grandmother said it, yes. And don't you dare insult her. Well, uh, first of all, I never met her. Okay, so I didn't even know who she was, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare insult her. But, uh, but you're insulting me, and I don't really think that's a proper thing to do in this type of uh, I'm giving you a chance to pick a game. We, you've wasted like seven or eight minutes of radio time. You haven't even picked a damn right. game. The sandwich was great, but, but it's not worth the aggravation after a while. Okay, before, I'm going to pick the game in two seconds, but before we pick the game, can I ask you one thing? Yes. Can I talk to my fans? No. Take the Dallas Cowboys minus three points at the Giants. Oh, you can't pick that game either. Why not? I just don't think you should pick that game. Okay. 
How about I'll take the San Diego Chargers. Uh, what's the line on that, by the way? What, what do you have for the official lineup? I don't know. I already picked my games. I don't, I'm going to keep track of the whole league now for your sake. Taking the charge, the San Diego Chargers at the Carolina Panthers. It's a one-and-a-half point spread. Uh, I'd prefer you didn't pick that game. <sighs> All right. What I'll was the Dallas pick this. again? Minus three at the Giants. That's an exciting game, isn't it? OBJ, Dallas, Zach, and... Yeah. Okay, do you want to pick that game? Yes, I do want to pick that game. Okay, and okay, now give us the pick again. I, I wasn't paying attention when you picked the game. This is arguably the worst handicapping segment on radio today, and it's all because it's your fault. Okay. Let me I'll tell you something. Dallas. I am red hot. Um, Two and one last whatever. week, three and oh the week before, red hot. Red hot well, to the top. I am red hot. I'll tell you this much. Ever since you governed that stupid Omaiko character, you haven't been better. I, I got to tell you, I, I do have regrets about the Omaiko character. <laughs> okay. Dallas at, Dallas at uh, the Giants minus three. That's the pick. 12 uh, 1 the Giants. The Dallas Cowboys are going to be. Take the Cowboys. Okay. And what's our wager? What do you mean, what's our wager? Well, if, um, if you're wrong, you have to give me something. If you're right, I let you pick two games next week. I've made the pick. Why do I have to give you anything? The people heard it. They heard the pick. Okay, you but if, thought, if... You should have thought about this beforehand, before you tried to, uh, you're trying to blackmail me and, uh, and trying to extort something from me after I've already made the pick. What, what the hell is going on in the background? What's that noise? I'm not entitled to give you anything. Okay, then we just won't have you on ever again. No, you'll have me on every week. And so you just said as long as I win, I can keep coming back. I lied. Okay, what what well, is going too. on? Why'd that car door slam? What the hell? Are, oh, my God, you're selling drugs again. No, I'm not selling drugs. I'm going to pick up my dry cleaning. I've got to pick up my suits and my ties. Is that a code word, dry cleaning? No, it's not. Okay, so if you lose, what do I get? Oh, no, no. If I lose, okay, I'm just going to say I lied and I picked the Giants, just like you say, because you lied too. So we I, have, I can't we have, Okay, okay, listen. Here's how it is. I'm tired of negotiating. You made your pick. I There's gave you no airtime. We're if not you, negotiating. If you win, you oh, yeah, yeah, we're negotiating, all right. If you win, you get to pick two games next week. If you lose, I get another sandwich. From where? Uh, I'll let you pick Subway, Capriotti's. Manny's. The subway was great. Tuna, tomato, jalapeno. You should try that. It's healthy. What did you do? Do you like pizza? I do like pizza, but I'd rather have a sandwich. Um, do you like chicken wings? I do. I'd rather have a sandwich. Well, I like sandwiches too, and I'm not going to guarantee that if I buy the sandwich, it'll end up being senti. I might eat it. Well, that's why the sandwich was late. You did that like two or three weeks in a row, you simpleton. Well, just before, real quick, before I leave, can I talk to my fans? I mean, it's been a long time since you let me talk to my fans. That's uh, whatever his name is. Time to call, but not talk to him. 412-333-9939. i got to be honest. After that segment, I'm thinking about bringing back El Mahico. 105.90X. Madden. Super Genius, how you doing? Good. Mace is always a component of any nice day. Thank you for making my day. Yep. What you said. The X at 105.9. Uh, we talked a bit ago 
about the uh, contract that Cal Clutterbuck signed with uh, the New York Islanders, a five-year deal, $17.5 million. Uh, check this out. Cal Clutterbuck and Casey Sezikis, two fourth-liners, although that's a misnomer. I'll talk about that in a minute. But two people who were said to be fourth-liners. Their cap hit moving forward is 6.85 mil for fourth-liners. Kessel's cap hit for the Penguins is 6.8. That's insane that the Islanders paid those two hacks that kind of money. They call them the fourth line because it's better to be the best fourth line in hockey than a pretty good third line. But those guys have always, whether it was Sezikis, Clutterbuck, and uh, and Matt Martin, who's now with Toronto, or Sezikis, Clutterbuck, and whoever this year, They've always got, not Kuhleman, uh, Nikolai Kuhleman, I think, plays on that line this year. Anders Lee sometimes, but those guys get third-line minutes and always have. 412-333-9939. We've been talking about the expectations for the Steelers. Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News wrote a column uh, that's very good. Check it out on the Sporting News website about Mike Tomlin's tenure, saying it's been a great success. But uh, that doesn't apply recently. Last year, the Steelers got a gift because Buffalo beat the Jets on the last day of the season while the Steelers beat Cleveland. And they snuck in the playoffs and beat Cincinnati. Another gift there, thanks to Vontez and Pac-Man, all the idiots who play for the Bengals. I mean, that game was literally won by the Bengals, and the Bengals quite literally gave it back. But look at Tomlin the past four years. 8-8 and 12. 8-8 and in 13, out of the playoffs. Uh, 11-5 in 2014, lost in the wild card round. 10-6 last year, lost in the second round. Even back before that, they went 12-4 in 2011, and Tim Tebow beat them in the friggin' wild card round. So I think a division title this year is an absolute must. The Steelers under Tomlin uh, this decade have won one division title. This decade. One division title. It's not good enough. Not good enough, and it's time to turn that around, get a division title, get at least one playoff win this year, and make the most of the time you have left with Ben Roethlisberger because the clock in that regard is definitely ticking. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. People tweeting wanted to know what my picks were. Uh, Baltimore plus 7, Cincinnati minus 5.5, Detroit minus 7. I gave Philly Phil the one pick, but honestly, I forget what it was. Uh, Shady McCoy averaging 5.5 per carry. Buffalo, the best running game in football. Going to be cold, going to be snowy. The wind off Lake Erie. Very interesting game this coming Sunday at Buffalo. I think the Steelers are going to win. I think it's far from written in stone. I do like the tension. I like the not knowing I like the Steelers' season being up in the air. 
it'd be better if they were, you know, 11 and 1 right now, but uh, this is pretty entertaining. Not as entertaining, however, as the Penguins getting five goals last night. That's 24 goals in the last four games, an average of six per game, math majors. The offense coming from everywhere. Akud Hockle and Cullen giving them bottom six goals last night. Hagler with the empty netter. Matt Murray leading the fast break with the full court bounce pass. You know, when Muzz took the shot at the empty net, I'm thinking to myself, boy, Flowers always wanted to score into the empty net. If Muzz does it now before he does, what a emotional nail in the coffin that would be. But he got it up a little high. You know what makes it tough to score empty net goals if you're a goalie? By the end of the third period, the ice is usually crap. And you got to put a lot on it to get it to skip all the way down into the empty net. But uh, if uh, Haglund hadn't scored, they would have awarded the goal on the penalty. Again, just like Matt Cullen against Detroit. That would have been something I'd never seen in uh, 50 years of watching hockey. And I would have seen it twice in a week. Let's go to Corey and Moon. Corey, you're on with Double M. Hey, what up, man? What up, man? Hey, uh, Mark, you're just talking about the lack of, uh, you know, 32 good quarterbacks in the NFL. And uh, it's funny that you mentioned Tim Tebow. That's what I'm calling about. I, I just don't understand why, you know, this guy has not got the shot that I really think he deserves. He stinks. I don't, he wins. He wins. He beat us. Okay, Skip Bayless, see you later. That's just stupid. Do you think, given the... Okay, I should have kept that Jamoke on, because here's the question I should have asked him. And I hate that. He wins. He does nothing but win. F him, F Skip Bayless, F everything about Tim Tebow. God hates him. That's why he hasn't succeeded in football. God hates him. Uh, Anyway, I think God hates me, too. I think God listens to sports talk radio and Thank God for that. Gives me a chance moving forward. But uh, with quarterbacks at low ebb in the NFL, Tim Tebow, to not have a job, after a moderate amount of success that one season with Denver, you know what, actually saying it out loud, it, it is confusing, but I think he really stinks. Just absolutely stinks. You know, in his own... White boy Christian way, Tim Tebow is just as big an attention whore as Antonio Brown, except I bet he shows up for his personal appearances on time and stays the required length. Uh, He just won't go away. I mean, he should just do college football commentary on ESPN the rest of his life, but this thing with baseball, oi, oi, gavalt. I mean, wait, did I just use like some Yiddish term that I've never used before? Hava. Nagila Hava, Nagila Hava. Up next, talking to Ben Roethlisberger, 105.9. Now the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, hey. Hey, what's going on, Mark? Hi. Super genius, it's a good buddy. Ask shit from XMW. Woo! The X at 105.9. Seattle couldn't stop him in the Super Bowl. Arizona couldn't stop him in the Super Bowl. The New York Giants couldn't stop him on Sunday. And technical difficulties will not stop him today. Finally, Ben Roethlisberger has come back to the Mark Madden Show. Big man, thanks for him hanging in there. Welcome to the show. Yeah, no problem. Hey, listen, two quick things. I know that this is not my radio show, it's yours, but i got to start by saying congrats on 20 years. That is so awesome. Being the best in the business for that long, 
not many, if anybody, can do it. So congratulations to you. Well, well thank you so much, big man. I, I, admit it, though. There's a part of you that's shocked I made it 20 years. Absolutely not. Your, <laughs> your knowledge and your brashness is awesome. Well, good. Thank you for saying so. And i got to tell you, speaking of brashness, when you threw that touchdown to Antonio on Sunday, were you going to run? Because it looked like you were going to run for a touchdown, a first down, something. I'm screaming no at the TV, and you threw it. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where I, I don't know if I just lose my mind or what's going on, but uh, maybe it's my my old age common sense kicks in, and I'm not going to take it as far as I think and, and let AB or someone else make a play. But you're right. Looking back on film, I was like, boy, I, I probably could have ran for a first down. <laughs> would have been a lot safer. But you know me, I'm a little crazy sometimes. Well, staying with that, at 34, do you have mobility or do you have experience posing at mobility? Because it seems like you're staying cleaner than ever most Sundays. You know, i, I got to be honest. That, that has as much to do and almost all to do with the line play. Uh, they're, they're playing awesome. Uh, you know, they're the reason that I can stay upright. They're the reason we can run the ball, throw the ball. Uh, you know, it doesn't hurt to, to understand the offense even better, but when those guys play – play as well as they've been playing it makes my job a whole heck of a lot easier well that was a big win Sunday was that maybe your biggest win of the year does beating an eight and three team provide a lot of confidence moving forward yeah I mean it does especially a team like that that comes to our place you know you you consider them one of the best in the in the NFL right one of the best teams in the NFL um you know great defense a great offense a playoff caliber team so uh you know you, you have to be really pleased with that win uh, on last Sunday. Now we got to talk about Antonio Brown because he made a couple catches Sunday that were otherworldly. Do you have more trust in him than in any receiver you've ever worked with? Well, he's he's pretty darn good. Uh, he can do things, uh, especially on the sideline. You know, uh, with his with his toes and Timmy or Tommy toe tap, whatever he calls himself, <laughs> as well as Ronald. Um, you know, it's uh, it's just it's so impressive and uh, the trust and faith that that. I have in him, and I think that he has in me, um, I think really kind of helps with, with everything. Well, that touchdown you threw, I mean, that was a matter of both of you kind of spontaneously having the same read when things broke down, wasn't it? No doubt. Um, you know, that there's no that wasn't a design play. You know, he, he improvised as I was improvising. Uh, the defender's back was to me, and if a defender's not looking at me to see where the ball comes out, uh, you know, that's a win for A.B., even when a defender's looking. Uh, a lot of times, is going to win anyway. So, to me, that's why I, I took the calculator risk to throw the ball where I did and, and let him do the rest of the work. Now, I know you've talked to Antonio about the celebration flags, and he didn't take one on Sunday, so I'm assuming that conversation went well. well I hope so. Uh, I think he understands, too. You know, he likes to have fun. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that drives him, you know, is, is to go out there and have fun and, and enjoy the game, which which we should. We should enjoy the game because the league cracks down so much on it now. Uh, you know that you, you almost can't do it very much. But for him to go out there and and to, to understand that it, it, you know, you can have fun without hurting the team. You know because it does. It hurts the team when you have a penalty and you got to kick off now. Uh, you got to back it up, but now the kickoff team has to cover, and it's just it's a lot tougher to do. So I think he understands that and puts the team first. And, and, and you know, you saw that on Sunday where he didn't didn't make that mistake. How tough is it to be a leader, Ben, in today's NFL? I know you take great pride in that, but it seems like it could be a difficult job. And I'm talking with every team. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, it's, 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 it's the, the league is so tough because I don't even know what it is anymore. The average life expectancy of an NFL football player, 
see at one time it was three and a half, maybe four years. So there's so much turnover. Guys are, you know, free agents. The new guys come in and trade. The, you know, it, it, it's definitely tough to, to be able to form relationships with, with everybody and keep them for as long as, as guys are there or even longer. But, you know, that's part of the challenge of being a leader that I, I learned from older guys that you have to just find ways to kind of, especially being an older guy, and now with the new age of technology and Twitter and Instagram, all those things that I don't know anything about, um, you know, <laughs> trying to stay relevant with these, these young guys and what they do, um, you know, it, it's definitely tough, but it also makes it it's fun because they can laugh at me about it and we can kind of joke and have fun with it. Wait a minute. Are you telling me you don't do your own Twitter? I do not. Well, that's a shock now. I wouldn't even know, I wouldn't even know how to do it, to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're lucky, believe me. Uh, for a while, besides Le'Veon Bell, there wasn't really a number two target receiving Ben that had stepped forward. Does Ladarius Green solve that problem now that he's healthy and kind of getting in tune with the offense? He's only played five games, but boy, what a day against New York! Yeah, you know I'd like to think so, and I hope so. Um, you know he's doing some really good things, learning on the fly. I mean, you got to think this is a guy that didn't have a preseason, um, you know, to kind of learn some of the, the insides and outs and playing with me and and how I play the game. So for him to, to be able to kind of learn mid-season to late season, I think, uh, you know, speaks volumes for his mental, um, um, you know, play, uh, play participation in practice. And, and the times he was out, he was always mentally there ready to go. So I just think that uh, and hope that, that we can continue to grow with him in our offense. Can he go deep? Can he take the top off the defense? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think he's got – surprising speed because it doesn't look like he opens up this big long strides and, and he's real fast but he gets down the field on linebackers and safety as well as anybody I've seen we're talking to Ben Roethlisberger here on 105.9 the X Ben it's a passing league uh, more so every year it seems but you guys got Levy on who might be the best back in the NFL what is balance for the Steelers offense ideally how much do you want to run how much do you want to pass well, you know, honestly, I think it, it deter, it, it's determined by the game, uh, by the defense, by the other team. Um, there's a lot of factors that go, in, go into that. Um, you know, we last week I think we were pretty much 50-50 run pass or at least really close. Um, you know, you get a lead, you want to be able to run the ball late. Uh, you know, you, you can throw the ball early depending on weather, depending on the team. So there's a lot of factors that go into it. But as long as everyone's getting their touches, I think we can be really successful. Now, you've been in the league since 04 and have only missed 16 games injured. You can play hurt, can't you? Because that's really not very many games missed over the course of a career. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not fun to play hurt, but I think, um, you know, recently in the last couple of years, uh, because the, the O-line play and, and, and even my knowledge of the offense to get the ball out quicker and Coach Haley's offense, been able to be a little healthier. I've had a couple kind of freak injuries here and there with the knee and the shoulder and things like that, but I feel really healthy, and uh, listen, nobody plays 100% healthy in this game today, especially this late in the season. Everybody's dinged up, so you got to find a way to go out and try and be tough. Do you want to play until you're 40? Uh, I, I don't know. Some days I feel like it, some days <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I've often joked, but it's probably pretty serious that I'm going to play till the good Lord or Mr. Rooney says I can't. You know you're a Hall of Famer right now, don't you? I mean, you've got to know that. Well, I, I, it'd be a humble honor, but I, I don't, I don't know if I know it yet. I hope I, I, I don't want to think about that because I'm thinking about the end, and I don't want to think about the end yet. I'm having some fun. 
No, no, I, I know what you mean, and that leads into the next question. What do you still want to do, and how much would a third ring mean to your legacy? I mean, two is very special. Very few do that, but almost nobody's got three. Yeah, I mean, that's, you say, what do I want to do? I mean, I've been blessed to to, to be able to break and, and hold a lot of the Steeler passing records from, you know, Terry Bradshaw, who's got four and is considered one of the best of all time. So that is, um, you know, very humbling to me, and uh, been able to hold records with A.B. and other wide receivers that, uh, you know, Steeler greats have held. For me, it's about winning championships. To win another one would, would really just, you know, be, be amazing and, I'm sure if I was blessed enough to win another one, then I'd really be fueled to try and win that fourth one to everybody else. <laughs> well, I think when you turn 40, you should come back and just play the Browns every year for like 10 more years. That would <laughs> that would certainly add to, to a lot of your numbers. Actually, here's what I want to see, and I want to see it this year. See what you can do. Ben versus Brady in the playoffs. Aren't we due for that? I mean, not since 2004. It's been a long time. Um you know, it's uh, obviously they're looking like they're going to make the playoffs. We have to get in. Uh, once we get in, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, to play someone like that who is going to go down as one of, if not the best of all time, always an awesome challenge and privilege to be able to play someone like that. Well, isn't it hard to believe, given the success of your two teams running relatively parallel, that you've only played the one playoff game? That is. I, I really didn't even know that until you said that. That, that does seem kind of crazy. Well, you've always given Brady credit, and rightly so. What makes you too different, Ben? It seems like just a, a different approach to the way you play. Well, you know, I, I'd like to think there's some similarities. I mean, I don't want to sit there and say that I'm as good as he is or whatever, but I just think there's some similarities in the way we play. But, um, you know, I, I think that if you look at my style, it's a little more um, freelance at the times, getting out of the pocket, making things happen on the run, improvising, things like that. He'll do some of that, but, you know, he's as good of a pocket passer as you'll ever see. Um, the, the, the head and shoulders, uh, you know, above the shoulders, I should say, the head game that he plays is spectacular. I'd like to think that mine has gotten better. I, I try to, to get better um, mentally when it comes to playing the game, but that's something that he's always been spectacular at. Now, here's what I see for the future of Ben Roethlisberger long term. you got three kids now. Congratulations. We've not talked since the third one, by the way. And I bet you can't wait to be a sports dad. I just see you as this enthusiastic sports dad. <laughs> not a nut. But enthusiastic, always there. Well, first of all, thank you for the congratulations. It is an awesome uh, blessing to have you running around, and they're growing fast. And I, I am excited for that day. You know, whatever my kids want to do, I'm not going to push them in any direction. But if they want to play sports, I will be the best at-home coach. I, I've always said that I, I'm not going to be the coach that – I'm not going to be the dad that is also the coach, you know, <laughs> on their teams because I, I don't know if I could handle that. But I'll be the, the best at-home dad coach I could possibly be. What what was Ken like, your dad, when you were a kid? How how supportive was he? I'm sure he was there all the time, but how much did he say? He he was always there. Um, and I can only think of him ever coaching one of my teams. Uh, you know, maybe that's wrong, but I know he didn't coach a lot of my teams. He was always very supportive, and he was kind of always the, the guy that just like like what I want to be at home. If I ever wanted to go shoot hoops, or I wanted to play catch baseball, if I wanted to go hit balls, he was always always ready and available all i had to do was ask so i feel blessed to, to have had a father that was always there to support me to be there whatever i might need and that's what i want to be for my kids whatever it might whatever they need and want to do i want to be there for them well ben as always a pleasure thank you so much for the kind words as well continued success and i hope we talk again soon i hope i see you at a penguins game once you guys wrap it up that sounds good i look forward to it thanks uh, for having me on and i'll talk to you soon i hope that's the great ben roethlisberger 
We got to see it. Got to see it. Ben versus Brady. Got to see it. And it is so hard to believe. Uh, The success of the Steelers and Patriots has paralleled over the past decade plus, and they've only played in the playoffs once for Ben versus Brady. So let's hope we see that again. And if the Steelers do get that far, and like I've been saying, I think now that they beat New York, they're going to win out. With no Gronk, I don't know, maybe dominoes are starting to fall in a lot of ways. Though thanks to Ben Roethlisberger, also for the kind words, and also thanks to Burt Lawton and the Steelers PR staff. They are uh, they are people of rare, rare repute. That is Ben Roethlisberger. It's not time to ask Mark anything. 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, what's up? In and out like the psychotic version of the hokey pokey. Mark, you are super genius. I know. The X at 105.9. It's time now to ask Mark anything. Brought to you by Riceworks Crispy Snacks, the healthy snack alternative. Check them out at riceworks.com. Don't forget I'll be at uh, Buford's on 5th Avenue tomorrow night at 7 o'clock for a Penguins viewing party. I was there last night. I'll be there tomorrow night. We had a lot of people and a great time with great hockey talk last night. I'm sure it'll be the same tomorrow night. And don't forget, free food, pizza, tots, and wings. And they're really good pizza, tots, and wings. So see you at Buford's tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Also, I have literally... Seven Flyers troll shirts left. I'm getting some more printed, but not till after Christmas. I'd like to unload these. You know what? I don't want to give a discount because I like charging 1975, which is a bargain in itself. So anyway, I only have large. So if you're large and you want a t-shirt that says F Philadelphia in so many words, see you tomorrow night at Buford's. Let's go to Mel in Leedsdale. Mel, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Yep. Hey, do you think it's wrong to buy someone Steeler tickets for Christmas just because you don't want them over for Christmas dinner? Uh, I think you're on to something. Is that what you're going to do, Mel? Who are you going to buy them for? Well, maybe it's, maybe it's about me. What do you mean? Somebody bought the tickets for you. Hello, Mel, you Hello? there? Mel, if they bought the tickets to keep you away, I, I can sympathize. Let's go to Zach in the car. Zach, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Um, I'm not sure if you saw what happened between the Flyers and Oilers last night, but when McDavid scored, he proceeded to chirp Brandon Manning, the man who injured him last year. And I was just wondering if you think superstars should be kind of above that kind of thing, especially at age 19. Uh, Well, I don't think that age 19 is a reason to be above it. Uh, You know, this guy Manning was claiming, you know, before last night that he – unintentionally broke McDavid's collarbone last year when they slid into the boards. Last night, apparently, according to McDavid, he was saying he did it on purpose. Uh, I just think Connor McDavid should stay out of that kind of stuff because you're not going to beat the Flyers at their own game. And guess what? He didn't. Leaves the line open, 412-333-9939. Let's go to Chuck in Blonox. Chuck, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, stupid hypothetical question for you, but let's say to keep Todd Haley around because he's probably going to get a job. Would you trade Mike Tomlin, say Jeff Fisher gets fired in Los Angeles, trade Mike Tomlin like John Gruden got traded from the Raiders? Would what you are you, trade stupid? Him like, trade him for like two first-round picks. No, what do you think? no. Wait, wait, 
They no, no. Mike Tom was a good coach for the team. They've underachieved it for, to some degree, but no. Jeff Fisher? I want to let Jeff Fisher coach like like Shaler High School, and he wouldn't okay. want to coach Shaler High School. Leaves the line open, 412-333-9939. We welcome out of the program for, I think, either the third or fourth time this week. He is the Hebrew Hammer, Hammer Yakshamash. Hey, Yakshamash, first time, long time. Hey, uh... The, hold it, uh, hold it, that's just not true. It's not your first time you've ever called. I always wanted to say that. Okay, go ahead. I never got a chance to say that. I guess I was a first-timer many years ago. Hey, the guy who was talking about the Christmas gift, the Steelers, uh, somebody who bought it for him, or he's going to buy it for them, that's a move like Lex Luthor could pull off in Superman. I agree. What else you got? Hey, uh, the Steelers-Buffalo game. I really don't give a steal term from you, a ass about none of that. I stole that from Steve Austin. Well, I stole that from you. Um, the article I read today somewhere uh, online, better food, buffalo wings, or permani sandwiches. Go. Well, I, I, I like them both. How could I pick? Well, you, which one do you like more? It would depend where you got the wings from. Well, a, a good, I mean, obviously a crap buffalo wing place would be no good. You see, I, I can't pick because there are nights when I would go get a Primanti's, whether it's the double cheddar and beef or the, or the colossal fish, and some nights I'd go to Big Shop Bob's House of Wings to get the uh, Steel City. I mean, if you're asking me which I would eat, if I could only eat one ever for the rest of my life, yes. I'd probably go to Subway. You know what? Because they're a sponsor. That's a wise move on your part. Well, that's not why I said it. I said it to get like a third answer in there. I just gave all three a plug. Can't that be enough? No, no, no. Okay. Which would you do you hanker for wings or permanis more? I, I'm, I'm way more of a wing person. I probably only eat permanis. Like- to, to, be, to be honest, if you're asking me which I eat more, it would be wings. Yes. Because I, I go to places that serve wings more. And, like, I go to Archie's for wings, I go to Big Shop Bob's for wings, I go to the Bottle Shop for wings, I go to Wing Suds and Spuds for wings. So I think your your answer is right there. As he said, the proof is in the pudding. No, no, no. Uh, you, you never mentioned pudding. Uh, I, I, I eat wings more often. That's your cue. Uh, Let's go to Ryan in the car. Ryan, ask Mark anything. How you doing, Mark? Great. I was just wondering what your uh, thoughts were on Liverpool winning the Premier League this year. Is it Chelsea's year to run with it again? I'm not sure anybody's good. What, what do you mean, Chelsea's year again? They finished 10th last year. Well, they won the past couple of years. and uh, No, they won the year before, but when you say again, that implies second year in a row. They finished 10th last year. Uh, too early to predict. Liverpool are in second place, one point out behind Chelsea. So I don't think anybody's going to run away with it. Uh, although if any team can, it might be Chelsea. Not playing in the Champions League because they finished 10th last year. Uh, that allows them to narrow their focus. It keeps their players fresh. Let's go to Keith in the car. Keith, real quick. Ask Mark anything. What's up, Mr. Madden? Hi, Keith. I consider you a worldly guy, and I wanted your opinion. I think we live in a world where jokes are taken too seriously and serious issues are taken as jokes. What do you think? That ties back to what I've been saying for uh, a few, well, I've been saying it privately for years, but on the air recently. 
I've never been told more what I can and can't say by anybody but liberals. Kind of gives you that, you know, contradictory thing you were trying to get to. Steelers Bills. And I'll see you at Buford's tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Be there, be square. What? 105.9 The X.